Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview amazing people from around the world. I'm Samantha Lewis, filling in for our host, Sarah Grandinetti. On today's show, we have a beautiful lady, Mandy Tyra. She lives in sunny South Africa. Hi, Mandy. Hi, Samantha. Thank you for having (laughs) me on the show. It's only a pleasure, Mandy. Um, Mandy is a professional mom. She's happily married to an adventure man and farmer for 20 years. She married into a blended family of six children, has two precious children of her own, Jared and Tyler, who are, Jared is an access facilitator, and she says they're the most gorgeous humans on this planet, and four handsome active stepsons with three grandchildren. She says, luckily, I'm passionate about empowering others through basic self-defense awareness techniques. So I was able to protect myself. (laughs) I love that. When Tyler matriculated, uh, Mandy started a small homeschool. And the school now has 40 students uh, 10 years later. Mandy loves urban adventures. And she loves her two theater babies on stage. And actually, every minute of the day. Welcome, Mandy. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much, Sam. So just reading um, what you sent in to us all about yourself and the joy that you have with um, giving children direction in their life um, and offering advice to parents on how to be a parent. Um, When we become a parent, it's kind of, there's no book (laughs) or there's no written you know, diary or manual that you can tap into um, to to get all the information. And, you know, what did you find for yourself when um, you had an extra four children and now you're from going from a mom of two children to a mom of six children? What was your (laughs) go-to? Sure. You know what, it it was actually easier to have six children than two Uh, there was always somebody to play with the other one (laughs) when you've only got two children and the other one doesn't want to play with the other one it gets a little bit more technical so I was very very lucky to to raise the six kids on a farm uh, with a dam and bicycles and just so much to do so my go-to was get out there and go and play um, to yeah just to to have peace in the home but I think my go-to was really getting the children to respect each other. And once that kicked in, um, everything else seemed to to just happen. Um, And yeah, I'm very, very lucky to have a huge reserve of patience. Um, And yeah, as you say, there there is no manual. Um, But I think moving on from raising the six kids and five teenagers in the home all at one time with with a little baby uh, definitely stood me in good stead to running the the homeschool center that I I run now. And tell us a little bit about the homeschool center. 
So we started with three students. Um, I was lucky enough to work with a professor who did career counseling. And when my two oldest boys got into to high school, into their matric year and didn't really know what they wanted to do, we were able to host um, this professor. And he worked so intuitively. He worked so much with the energy of the children, not from a manual. Um, so it, it really was a, a very intuitive time. And one day he came to me and he said, Mandy, you, you have to start a school. And I said to him, I can't, I'm not an educator. I know nothing about education. He said, but you're a mom of six kids and you've got a huge heart for children. You work with your intuition as well, which I think is really what our manual is. Um, the, the, the missing manual is just going with your gut and just trusting that what you are going to do is, is right. And so with huge trepidation, I started this homeschool. I, um, I don't teach myself. I managed to get the, the tutors to come in and teach for me. And the professor said to me, you just steer the ship. You know exactly how you did at home. You do it um, at your school as well. And so I think not having come from an education background, um, it's also stood me in good stead having to lean into my intuition and lean into the energies and feeling what each child needs because I haven't had to unschool myself. <laughs> we've had to unschool the kids um, and we've had to unschool the parents for, for the way that they think the education department or the, the way that the kids should be educated is. Um, and so that's been a real privilege for me. I, I really steer the ship with the heart of a mom. So I, I speak to my parents as a parent. I don't speak to them as a principal, although we've got all the structures in place that, that a mainstream school has. But it has been the most beautiful thing to see a broken angel come into our, our area, our zone, and be able to put them back together again and, and let them spread their wings. So when you just that last last sentence that you said, when you talk about um, seeing someone come in and see them begin to spread their wings, um, what is that process like? What from the beginning? Oh, you know, just to to give you an example, the whole reason why I started the school. So we we often look at fear and think, oh, I'm I'm not a big enough person. I don't know enough to to take this thing on. Um, and this, the very first child who, who joined us, the first student, um, was suicidal. He was deeply depressed. And I thought, wow, either I don't start the school because I'm too, too scared and, and we lose a life, or I put my big girl panties on and I just learn as we go. Um, and we give this child a space to be. And he was so frozen with being bullied at his previous school and not being able to communicate with anybody. And we brought him in and just loved him. Um, the academics almost come second. It's when you've got a happy student, you will then get the academics. So we really loved him. And then we brought the academics in and he was with us for, for four years. Um, and finally matriculated, we almost had to put a muzzle on him at the end of the time because he spoke so much. Um, and the beauty about that is that he actually went full circle and has gone back to the school where he was bullied, where he had to leave within 24 hours. Um, and he is now learning to be, he's training to be a teacher and, oh. and is a border master at that same school. So to see that angel 
leave that school and go straight back, just the most amazing miracle, really. And we see that with all, literally all the students that, that come out of here. They've all got a story. Um, the place of no judgment is massive at our school because everybody does have a story. And that I have a story, my tutors have a story, the, uh, the students have a story. And it's just about that allowance, letting them come in and just loving them well. I love what you said about the space of no judgment, because that is the place where, you know, having have to leave the school, there's an element of judgment already there um, for whatever's gone on. And so often we see um, where children are bullied at school or um, when they're even the bully and all the judgment that's involved with that. Where do you begin when... um, when you, when you have a child arrive at school and they've been sort of just had this projection of judgment on them all the time, how do you begin um, in terms of being yourself, you, you being you? So yeah. if you could say to our listeners out there and, and just what, what is it that you be that is so unique, that you're so aware of, that yeah. contributes to them changing? I think that that was the beauty about having had the six kids to raise first, <laughs> sort of, um, yeah, getting my teeth into into the academics slowly was telling every single one of our children just absolutely be who you were born to be. Um, so the the no judgment came through through our home. Um, all our kids are so super different. So moving into an academic world and then seeing these students coming in with their different issues, whether it was from being bullied or not being sporty um, and being forced to to take a sport a term or being completely anxiety ridden with exams and the pressure of exams and just bringing them into a quieter environment and saying to them, just breathe, just be who you were born to be. Um, And that's why I love Sarah's whole stance on on just being you it is so liberating to being you and you don't have to have a plan and you're a teenager and and life is complicated and we're not going to judge you for for whatever you're going to be trying and and going through we're going to just hold the space for you to breathe and unschool yourself and then get your academics, and then we are going to springboard you into beyond metric, because our center is not about getting a metric, it's what is beyond, and get excited about life again, and I think that's what what comes through. Yeah, that is so true, getting excited about life again, because in the schooling system, you can get so stuck in, you know, the do's and the don'ts and the structure and the rules and the regulations, and you're talking about unschooling, um, can you tell us a little bit about that unschooling when you talk about unschooling? What, where, where do you begin to unschool? <laughs> that, that is so true. Because the, you know, some, some students love the, the mainstream schooling and it suits them and it's okay. Um, you know, they, they're probably social butterflies. They've got a thousand other boys to, to be friendly with. They, they are sporty and they, they're out there on the field and they're doing their thing um, and love tradition. And they've been brought up in that traditional, a lot of the time, army kind of mentality where each year you, 
go up the ladder, you get a couple more rewards. I can't think of the word now, but um, so to bring a child who is not a mainstream school schooler into our world, um, number one, letting them call me by my name, you know, I'm Mandy, I'm not Mrs. Tyra to them. So immediately there's a sense of sure. Um, when they come through the gate, it's I, I, my smile is my, my business logo. Um, I love smiling. That's why I'm so excited that the masks are off um, and we can actually start smiling with our face, not just with our eyes. So I've had so many parents say to me, it, it was walking through the gate and seeing you smile. That, that's already started the, the process of unschooling. You didn't come to the headmistress's office. And that absolute fear and you know intimidation of, of walking in and having to to be this proper student um, just come in and be you I'm going to be me I'm 100% me all the time um, and then bringing them into the school and meeting a teacher with the first name as well all the respect in the world is there but this is Brett and this is Linda and this is who we are and who are you? And then listening, truly, we, we say to our, our parents, we pay attention. We, and, and that is how everybody should be in the world. You know, I'm not just promoting my center, but I'm, I'm promoting the how to be. The, the being you is listening to, really deeply listening to what the, the kids are saying and intuitively interpreting that and then giving them back what, what they're needing taking the fear out of the exams. Um, I, I had one young grade eight boy come to me the other day just before the June exams and saying to me, Mandy, why am I so, so feared, fearful of, of these coming exams? And I said, because you've been traumatized at your, at your school before you came here. I said, so where are you going to be doing your exams? In the same classroom that you do every single day. So where's the intimidation? Don't worry about it. The clock is going to be on the wall. You're not going to be cheating. We're going to be watching. But it's the same classroom as you were in yesterday, so don't be fearful. Study hard, do your best. Um, some of my students who need to pass with 40%, if they get 41%, we celebrate like rock stars because he's put in more effort than a kid who yeah. gets a straight A or a distinction. So that is where the unschooling comes, is just, just letting the kids breathe again. I think a lot of these kids forgot to breathe and forgot yeah. to be who they were blessed to be and if if the kid's most brilliant thing is the way that he dresses with a, a little hat that's a little bit skew and a, a scarf and a jacket you know then that is who we are going to promote and that's what we're going to see oh that is so beautiful and it is everything relating to just being you showing up and being you and that um the way that they can call you mandy makes mm -hmm. such a difference because there's there's not another personality, a teacher, you know. Correct. <laughs> you are just Mandy. <laughs> That's me. Same, same today, to tomorrow, the next day. <laughs> <laughs> it is so true. And we have like a lot of parents out in the world who um, do struggle with their children who are all so different from different, you know, ways of eating to, you know, some like sports, some don't. Um, where at school the pressure of sport can be quite intense um, or academic can be quite intense, you know, there's on the both sides. So what would you say to the moms and dads out there that um, 
are intimidated by the difference when their children are different. 100%. Um, the, the first thing that I would like to say to those parents is listen to your child first. Don't listen to the neighbours. Don't listen to the media. Don't listen to what your parents conditioned you to believe is wrong or right. You gave birth to that child. It's your responsibility for the rest of that child's life, not until they're 18 or 21, until they're off your hands. They are your kid. You brought them into the world. You're going to love them and cherish them forever. So listen to your child. What does your child need? Um, and really, really listen to that. Um, I, I cannot stress that enough. And no matter what age they are, I mean, my kids are 28 and 30 now, and I still will listen to what they need. Um, it's, it's just so super important. Um, but we, we are conditioned to worrying about what the Joneses and the Smiths are going to say and do, especially with regards to homeschooling um, or their sexual orientation. Um, I've got the, the best gay son in the world um, and I will shout and scream it from the rooftops, um, just love him to bits. And I do, I, I have a lot of moms who come to me and say, thank you for being so out there and so proud of, of what your kids are doing. You've got a gay son, you've got a, a beautiful daughter on stage, you've got four rugby crazy stepsons, um, just promoting each one for who they are. Um, and the parents saying, thank you for being brave enough. And it's, it's not about that. It's about not giving a crap about what anybody else is thinking. It's about the happiness <laughs> of my kids. I love that. Not giving a crap about what anybody else is thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mom too, and I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, to bring your children up in a completely different way and to really honor who they are. Um, no matter how different or how unique or how strange or how weird or all of those are wonderful to a parent. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> They're <And> still I, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> I say to parents, you know, because we do get a, a, a great creative um, student here at, at our center. And if they want to have a purple streak or dressed with amazing exotic colors, um, I say to the pet, or oh, black nail polish, I mean, for heaven's sake, what, what is that? It doesn't matter. Um, if the kid wants to um, just be different in, in that way externally, allow that. Um, obviously, we clamp down when it's, they're starting to take internal stuff that, that makes them different. Um, so, you know, the, I would hate to be a teenager now with the drug issue that, that we've got. Um, it is massive in every single mainstream school it's massive in every single home school in the home with parents you know it's, it's just rough so how do these kids make wise decisions when they're seeing so many people doing it um, so let them be expressive externally and creatively it doesn't matter and then start to guide and clamp down and really channel what what is happening when they are going to make those bad decisions and how you react to it when they come come to you afterwards thank you for that mandy that's so 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 true now you also offer a self-defense class <laughs> at the <I> school <laughs> yes i'm super and passionate about that too. that is such a different contribution to kids it is and so valuable 
because I am such a, I, I am so in tune with the, the energies of the world and, and I hate to um, dwell on the crime statistics, but at the same time, we've got to be realistic and say we live in one of the highest crime rates in the world. And to walk around oblivious or, or with like a ostrich with our heads in the sand puts us at risk. So I love to go into, into the schools, whether it's boys' schools or the girls' schools, in their life orientation lessons and say to them, let's empower ourselves. Let's learn absolute basic, basic self-defense um, movements and and just awareness. And with that, after two hours, the whole energy of the room has gone from such vulnerability and, and um, fear to, to this empowerment and, oh my gosh, I think I can do this. And, and just being aware of what's going on around them, immediately you've, you've raised the, their vibration above the chances of them being a victim because they're suddenly breathing and they're walking with their shoulders back and they, they're looking at the world so differently because they feel so much more confident. So that is, I'm not out there to throw people over my shoulders or to, to do Jackie Chang moves or anything. I'm a little bit old for that. Um, but it's, it's, it's that, that metamorphosis, seeing a young girl who is so intimidated by life and the world and being able to offer them these tools to say, you know what, you are actually the strongest, most beautiful, most powerful woman on the earth. And suddenly the eyes just start to shine and it's just fabulous, love it. Oh gosh, that's amazing. I wish we had uh, self-defense classes at school because I was bullied, I was very tiny as a kid and I was bullied and bullied by all the bigger children for many, many years um, in high school. And oh, okay, I've come out of it, and I'm here now, and <laughs> I have the tools, the access Yay. tools now. <laughs> Yay! Um, and and I have seen how bullying affects kids um, in so many different ways, and yeah. just having that, that that sense of being empowered, yeah, and what yeah. that really um, adds to view a person valuing themselves. And the difference it makes to a five-year-old, a 10-year-old, you know, a 15-year-old is huge. Yeah. I was a, a tomboy growing up, loved riding horses and would take the boys on uh, after horse riding and put hay bales around in the square like a boxing ring. And then I'd jump in the middle and say to the boys, come, let's, I'll, I'll fight you. And then I'd fight like a real girl. I would kick them in the ankle and I would scratch <laughs> and I would slap absolutely pathetic but I think the because I was showing self-confidence they were intimidated by that and then growing older I thought oh if anybody took me on I, I would take them out at the knees um, and then I went on my first self-defense workshop here in Peter Maritzburg and I was absolutely horrified that I would have fought back wrong and I probably would have come off second best and it was such a wake-up call for me and at the time, I was a fitness instructor, and I was getting quite bored with the aerobics and the Jane Fonda of the day. <laughs> so I asked my ladies, I said, should I go and learn all the, these self-defense techniques and come back and, and then empower you? And I said, absolutely. Um, and it, it was just the most liberating thing. Um, I, I was very intimidated getting up onto a stage in front of 100 people. 
because I loathe having the spotlight on me. But it's it's that is what passion is when when the passion is bigger than the fear. You kind of just put yourself out there, and I I knew. And and again, it's going back to that knowing. I knew that I had to share this information with others, regardless of how scared I was. And I've always taught my kids as well, feel the fear and go and do it anyway. And then they give me that same advice back and then it's not so much fun, but you know what? You just got to do what you got to do. So true. So, so true. When someone throws back. The same tools that you, exactly. Mandy, um, is there anything else that you would like to mention? relating to parenting and um, empowering children that we I haven't mentioned the, yet? The, the most critical thing, I think, as, as a parent is to be reliable. If your kids can rely on you 24-7 and you are an involved parent, not a helicopter parent where you're getting out of your tree and you getting involved with everything. Um, but being an involved parent, being on the sideline when there's a, a sports match or going and watching the dancing um, or just being excited about what your kids are doing, involved parenting, always being available. When you say you're going to be there, you are there. If you're going to be late, you let them know or you apologize or whatever. It's just being real, um, staying real with your kids because you are going to fluff up often um, and just being able to go back to them and saying you know what I fluffed up I'm so sorry but it's just to be reliable I think if a parent can be reliable a million things that can go wrong might not go wrong because they just know that you've got their back 24 7 I think that's invaluable oh that really truly is that knowing someone has your back yeah is so much in knowing that that you have someone that has yeah. your back and and just tying that in with with the self-defense i always say to to our our students or the the moms who come on the workshops is the the king of the jungle because we're south african we know this well the king <laughs> of the jungle is is the lion and he's got this massive mane of hair around his face but you have never seen a lion walk between a lioness and her cubs because that lioness will take him down. So that is where parents have got to be. It's, it's the mom who is there for her babies uh, has got their back. I love that. <laughs> and um, in our podcast, we ask all our guests to um, answer this one question. <laughs> yeah. And the question is, if you were um, to write a description of the podcast, The Power of Being You, what would you say The Power of Being You is? Oh, the first word that comes into my mind is liberating. Um, it is so liberating to just be you. Um, I think that's, that is just the most fantastic thing that I can say. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> and uh, Mandy, if there was, um, oh, do you have any workshops or anything coming up that people can uh, get hold of yes. you on? Or, um, on on the self-defense, we are doing one on the 6th of August here in Peter Maritzburg um, at our campus, Maritzburg Tutor Centre. 
Um, but I will go anywhere. Um, if there are 10 ladies and more, it's always more fun with 10 and more because you, you go into groups and it's, um, it's lighthearted, it is um, interactive. Fitness isn't a criteria, age is not a criteria. I always say between eight and 80 is fun. Um, so if ladies are keen and it's not intimidating, it's fun, it's a team builder, call me, I will be there. Oh, thank you for that. And we will um, put all the links that you sent us onto the um, show notes of the podcast so people can find you too. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much, Samantha. It was wonderful chatting to you. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you so much for being on the show. Take care. <laughs> Bye now. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about Being You or to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?